My name is Michael, and you're listening to the GR Flooring Podcast. So here we are with Meet the Staff, Rennie Putzlocker, Project Manager Extraordinaire. Hello, Rennie. Good morning. <laughs> so, Rennie, I know you've had an extensive background in flooring, actually starting from the installation side of things. That's one thing that I wish more of us actually had. Can you tell me a little bit about your, about your history, about where, where you come from? I started uh, flooring installations actually in high school. Um, had uh, you lost the bed or uh, no? Uh, my mom actually rented out the, her basement to uh, a flooring installer, and I remember in grade ten, it was summer of grade ten, and uh, the gentleman that lived there, you know, said to me, "Hey, do you want to come out and you know make some money this weekend?" And I'm like, "Well, whatever." So he convinced me to come out and. It was something that, first of all, the money was really good for back then. Minimum wage was three sixty-five an hour. That's dating him a little. <laughs> and and I think that weekend I ended up making like two hundred bucks. And for a grade ten, geez. For, yeah, grade ten. So, wow. anyways, it, it worked out that summer that I did really, really well. Enjoyed it. The work was hard, but didn't really know anything about flooring outside of you know the basics on which tools are which, learning how to do minor prep work and stuff. So anyways, that, in that fall, that you're going into grade 11, um, the offer was there if I wanted to continue to work. So what I did is after school, I would catch up, or I would phone from the office at school, phone, because back then we didn't have cell phones. Actually, the guy did have one of those big brick cell phones, but I would phone the office of the company we're working, I'd find out the address where the gentleman that I was working with was at, and then I'd drive and I'd go work into the evening and prep for his work for you know, the following day. And did that through grade 11, and again, I was making way more money than my friends. I think I was probably making more money than some of my friends' parents, and it was, it was really good. Then grade 12, I took my afternoons off, uh, spares and after lunch I would catch up and join the installation guys after lunch and work my afternoons into the evening and after high school was over I just stuck with it um, never never went to do anything else so so that's how I got started and then I spent uh, just about I want to say 14 15 years in the field installing uh, everything from started off with carpet and vinyl, and eventually, as times changed, uh, when hardwood was more predominant and ceramic tile and whatnot, I, you know, learned other aspects of the trade to, to further, I guess, further my career and the ability to do more work. So, if carpet and vinyl was slow, but there's only hardwood or carpet or laminate, I, I had the opportunity to to draw more, more work, and then. Uh, yeah, so that took me to, I don't know the exact year, but body starts getting tired and then the opportunity came to to get out of the field and into the office and I jumped on that opportunity and the rest is kind of history. So, yeah. Oh, that, that's excellent. Like I said, that's a background that I wish more of us had. You know, I started off in the warehouse, so I had a little appreciation for that, but other than installing my own floor and helping a few buddies out, ah. Just that ability to, to truly understand where both sides are coming from, right? Yeah, you, you have the opportunity to, to learn troubleshooting. Anybody can do a basic installation. Um, it's, it's really 
not that hard. It's it's the prep work, the troubleshooting, the you know you create an issue, you damage something. How do you repair? How do you you know other things I find more important is you're the last line of the company's contact with the customer. You know it's it's getting to know that customer. It's closing that final sale, right? The office has done a good job selling it, but if the installation side you know, doesn't produce what the office promises, then it kind of all falls apart. So you get to learn different products and stuff, what works, what you have troubles with, and then you report back to the office, you know, like, hey, perhaps that last carpet with an ugly pattern match that, you know, took four hours to, to seam six feet, maybe isn't a good choice, you know, moving forward. But you get to troubleshoot, see different products, see different customers, meet new people. And I've always been a people person, like to see the look on their face when they come home and, you know, their flooring is a major investment in their house. You know, nobody notices a, a new light switch in the house, but they certainly notice new floors. And it, it's nice to be a part of, you know, that transaction in their house. So again, many, many years in the installation, transitioned into sales, project management, into everything on there and you actually even went as far as to owning your own flooring store for sap for 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 years before uh, before you lost another bet and, and came here to uh, work with us yeah well i the former company that i worked for that i actually started installing for and spent I guess it was 16 years of my life um uh, the opportunity there uh came uh that ownership group um offered you know ownership and, and starting a new store so we went down that uh, venture to get that started we got that up and underway and then an opportunity came to to leave that group uh, for my my spouse and I to start our own uh, venture away from anybody else so we took that leap of faith and in I don't know the year 2008 I think we we left and we opened up our own store we owned and operated that store for about I want to say it was seven years and then we had the opportunity to bring on a partner from out of province we sold a portion of our company to that or to that new company and we were owner operators of that company for another three years and then it just got to the point where you know we just decided that maybe this wasn't the path with the stress and everything else that we we had it was a successful business um, learned a lot of things and the opportunity came for us to to sell early, and we took on that opportunity, and then uh, that led me to come work for here. And here was was a good choice. I had a relationship with your family ever since I started in flooring back in '89, and nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine. And you know, it's a, it's a good fit now. You know, I've been here for. I guess it's almost three and a half years. The biggest thing that I notice here that, you know, I and all my other stuff that I've done in the past, you know, 12 years is I, less stress. You know, we've got a young family at home and older ones too, but we have five kids and operating a business and having five kids and working with your spouse as an operator of a business, you know, it's, it's not always as much fun as people think it could be. Uh, so, so yeah, I've been here now and, it's been good. A lot of my clients that I've had for years uh, followed and joined me here, and I've had the opportunity to meet new clients, stuff that was existing to the company here, and it's been a good fit 
you know, meshing the two, basically you're meshing two companies together to find strengths and strategies to, to help us here. Exactly. And I remember your previous companies were one of my favorite companies to deal with, right? This again, very, very positive, always outgoing, always new stuff happening, right? Don't get that doom and gloom. You used to go into some stores across Western Canada, and not to pick on anybody, but you'd always go into your store and it's always a smile, always a bright, beautiful showroom, always something different and new. And, and I think one of the big takeaways that I've, I've really, really appreciated you coming here is again, that experience of, you know what, let's find ways that work like different technologies and flooring, different adhesives, different, make, make the whole package in what way that works. Because again, we've, I've talked about it in some other things, there's always new things coming out, new, 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 more, more, more. They don't necessarily always work in our climate. Yeah, and that's, that takes you back to the installation side. You know, you, you see customers, the office would sell something because that was on sale or something new or you know, whatever, whatever the product was at the time. And Mrs. Brown is a guinea pig, and we're there trying to put this, you know, new product in that's, you know, not everything that sells or shows to be, or maybe it's something that should be put in a different environment altogether, but you're trying to make something work that perhaps doesn't work, or more importantly, it works when you install it, but then you get a service call, you know, two, three months later or six months later, and you're going back to try and fix something. And, you know, she's hovering over your shoulder saying, well, what's going on with my floor? And you're trying to do the best you can to, you know, calm her down that everything is fine and it's not a big deal. We, you know, first time we've seen this or, you know, it's happened before a couple of times. But you're trying to fix something that probably shouldn't have been put in, you know, to begin with. So I learned that was one of the biggest things when we started our own company is, we're offering warranties, and at that time, we were offering warranties that no other company were offering. Um, you know, five-year unconditional labor warranties. And depending on the products, we were giving lifetime warranties. So to be able to do those things, we got, I didn't want to put anything in somebody's house or a business or anything that we knew was set up for failure. And I know that, you know, reps aren't really always happy with that, and that's, you know, it is what it is. I know they're trying to sell their product, do a great job, and, and they're very, very good. And they all have great products. It's just finding things that worked for my customers and, you know, my staff, the installation stuff, to give them all the tools to, to try and succeed on a job and, you know, not, not have to go back, right? Or if you're going back, it's going back because... You know, maybe the electrician dropped something and made a nick in the floor or they pulled the fridge out to, to clean behind their fridge. She finally convinced her husband it was time after three years and scratched the floor. You know, it's something that we can confidently go out and, and do a service call, even though it's nothing to do with the performance of the floor. It gives us the ability to fix or repair easily and in most cases not charge them for anything. And just it's a level of service. And that service, you know, is word of mouth and regen, as you know, it's extremely important, right? It, it is. You know, as we keep growing, we do discuss our warranties here at GR on how how do we separate ourselves? How do we, because we keep trying to say that, hey, we're better than everybody else. <laughs> how do we actually show that? How do we provide that value? And it is the extra service because we do not have magical products that other people don't have, right? 
we all have the same products. We all have the ability to, to purchase and, and execute the same as all of our competitors. Um, you know, do we buy some products better than, than our competitors? Um, possibly. Uh, do they buy things that are, you know, more price conscious than us? Absolutely. We all have relationships that you know, are always jostling for a position to, you know, to help the companies succeed. And that's a tribute to all of our reps on the wholesale side. They're all great to deal with. Um, but, you know, if we can eliminate all those things or at least bring them down to a low percentage of, of problems, it just helps us. You know, want to prove that we're better? Well, we sell the same stuff. It's still fuzzy side up. It's still shiny side up. It's you know, do we do we show up when there's a problem, or do we send it to independent right away? Like independent inspections and stuff are there for a reason. You know, when you're really at a, a stalemate where you can't go any further with the client, but it should never really get there unless it's just something that. We've tried, we've exhausted all of our options, we, we just can't, you know, make Mrs. Brown happy or, or something has happened. But everything, if you if you pick the right products, you have the right installation team, uh, the right educated sales team of, of what we're delivering, our message that we're delivering, the end result usually is very easy to, to remedy, you know, the problem. It's just setting yourself up to succeed. Don't sell experimental stuff um, you know or know what you're selling um, educate your installation team not only on the basics of the installation and, and finishing and all that stuff but providing that level of customer service you know showing up you know clean without your best white shirt with a gravy stain or you know hold knees, holes in your knees and stuff um, but just start to finish we want to be better we have to prove it we prove it by selling um, the best quality products that, that we can get that are meant for our market or have a strong lineage of uh, performance in our market yes a sales staff that's knowledgeable installation team that can that can finish what we sell that gives us the ability to go back and and lead the industry when it comes to, to service that's just a long-winded version <laughs> So, Rainy, to put you on the hot seat right now, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I want to know this, but let's let's go through this anyway. If you could tell me what you like most about working here, and then what you like least about working here. Okay, well, if you want to leave the room, I could tell, <laughs> tell you the least right away. Uh, no, you know what? The most I like working here, and, and to be honest, coming from a background of working with very large companies um, that you know are sales volume dominant. Um, what I like working about here is it's still the feel of a small mom-pop shop. We have the ability to come into your office, sit down, put the deal on the desk and say, hey, does this make sense? Don't have to necessarily go to a board or go to a panel of three or four people to to make a decision if this if this job makes sense for us to do. It's literally a, a five minute conversation that I can go back to, you know, my client or in essence GR's client, say, hey, you know what, we can make this work, right? And having that ability is huge when you have to take one for the team, right? There's some days where 
you know, your client just needs help. You know, they made a mistake, something's happened, didn't carry the right number or whatever the case may be, or need an alternate. Uh, to have that ability to walk into your office and sit down and just discuss it and, and make that decision if that business deal makes sense for us. You know, the thing, I, I, I really don't have anything that I, that I hate. Um, I'll go that way and plug my ears. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a challenge in any industry, uh, but the flooring industry is, is no different than, than any other trade or any other business, just a different, you know, facility doing a different scope of work. Um, you know, the negatives are just trying to troubleshoot, trying to figure out how to make, you know, things work. We do get really busy, and if there's a negative, it's just, in most cases, it's probably my own fault, is I find that I'm, I'm sometimes too busy to take that phone call right now or to, to drop what I'm doing to go out and help the guys figure out what we need to do. Um, so I think the negative, negativity, if there is none, which there really isn't any, is that we're, we're very busy, and I think that we do a very good job hunting get up every morning and I view it that every morning I wake up I'm unemployed uh, I have to find something for, for myself and in turn that's the team whether it's yourself or you know our admin staff or sales staff or installation team um, so going out to find that work and then not always being available right away for when somebody needs some some help so the negativity is actually my fault to do better time management on my my behalf to help help our staff here but it's a pleasure to come to work I actually get excited every morning when I wake up you know most people you know they say oh, if I could take time off or if I can do whatever or I don't want to go into work today most cases truth be told in the three years I think I've only taken two weeks holidays um, I enjoy coming to work I enjoy the clients I enjoy working with everybody here in the staff yes even you uh, and I enjoy it's just it's good um, everybody here has a role they all do a very good job there is some times where things get you know tense because there's so much going on and we have you know we have X amount of staff installing but we have twice as much work that has to get done that week it's juggling it's putting on the hat of the installer to go out and calm them down and ask them if they can work an evening or a weekend you know, it's just dealing with the, the problems of, I guess, our own success. Exactly. And, you know, if I can add a little bit on to that, you know, because we've been so fortunate, uh, again, a lot of it to do with, with yourself coming That's over, bringing point. your installers. Uh, but we have an amazing group of guys and girls installing for us right now. So there's always the thing, oh, we could always hire more people to throw in there. But are they going to really do that same level of quality, that same level of actually showing up on time, that hitting those things that we do, right? We, it's easy. We could double our installation staff today. But the quality would then nosedive down, right? We've all done that. We went through the boom of 2008 to 2012 where the stores would take anybody. We had a big influx of installation from other provinces. And the builders and contractors just were just happy somebody would show up. Yeah. And, you know, at, at that point, everybody was in the same boat. And now we find that we're fixing or we're repairing or replacing a lot of those projects that, that happened, whether it was our store that was involved with them, my former store or other stores here in the city. You know, it's that boom didn't 
didn't help. It helped. It was great for business, mm -hmm. but it didn't help when the quality of installation. There's only X amount of installers in the city, in the Regina area that are, you know, in my mind, are somebody I would have come work at my own house. Yeah. Right. And and you're right. We could hire more guys. There's you know the industry right now is is in whole a little bit slow. Um, you know, there's people that come to see us every week. And most cases, I, I know who they are. I've dealt with them in the past. Uh, sometimes we, we give a couple of those guys some, some work that help fill in that currently work for other stores. Great installers. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And would love to have them come, you know, work for us full time. But I understand their commitment to the other stores. And, yeah. you know, and I, I'd like to think that I have a relationship with those stores that I don't want to, you know, smooth them over to, to join the dark side and, and leave them. Because <laughs> I don't think that's doing the industry any favors um, but there's ones that absolutely not and you know they sometimes they get upset sometimes whatever but I would rather pick up the phone and phone our customer and say mrs. Brown I know we were scheduled to be there this Thursday however this job that we're on is running behind I can be there this Thursday I can have someone there however if you can wait until Monday I can assure you that you'll have we know, one of our very best crews out to your house and you know long term it'll be a, a better move and most people understand there's scheduling conflict especially with new houses but most people would appreciate that phone call and say you know what I would you know I, I'm paying for this we're asking them to part with their hard-earned money we should put our best foot forward and put our best staff in every job and they wait or they're you know they're cooperative on, on figuring it out and especially with our builders you know our builders they're the best ones to ask because they were responsible for part of that boom you know they were building houses like crazy and they were just happy to have somebody in to get it in for possession time and we're still we're still dealing with you know some old warranty stuff that you know maybe not labor related maybe some product maybe whatever but just at the time was whatever just get it done because we have to get this house to, to possession to go to the next one to go to the next one to go to the next right. one yeah. and now that the the correction is is coming through um i'm very flattered that their business is is still coming our way um because they you know i like to think that we have developed a trust with them because when we did have you know some issues with that but we're going back you know we're not running from it saying well no this wasn't you know our problem or we're taking ownership of the responsibility for our part in, in anything that's happened. And we're not talking 10, 20, 30 jobs, or, you know, minimal jobs, but it's a level of service that we give, you know, to our partners that, hey, we're not going to bail on you if, if something bad happens. You know, it's flooring. It's really simple. Right. And, and again, like you said, they're partners, right? So we want to see everybody in the industry succeed. We want to see our contractors. We want to see the home, home building, renovation, commercial, that whole thing to succeed. So it's like I said, even take one for the team to help the whole thing progress. It is what it is. Let's just get this done and keep moving forward. Right. It's finding a way to make it work. Even, you know, indirectly, it's one big building ecosystem where if our builders succeed and they're able to to get one two three four more houses or whatever the case may be it helps the industry as a whole even though for other builders that we don't currently do work for if the industry is you know 
is holding its own or, or doing well and you know people are paying taxes there's other trades that are working it just keeps the economy going indirectly it's helping other stores and other builders and that's what it's all about it's Regina we want everybody to succeed we're not we can't do it all as greedy as I can be sometimes uh, we, we simply can't do it all right but if we can lead by example to you know to help be part of the excellence in the industry and, and be a leader and not someone who just pushes things through for a margin and walk away and say here's the 800 number to, to deal with the problem if we can be industry leaders hopefully everybody else you know has that same vision and the market you know the builders should be in in great shape and taken care of by by other companies so yeah our beautiful well, no, Rennie, it is an absolute pleasure to work with you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Enjoy working here now until the end of the week. <laughs> Lotto Max, hey? <laughs> well, until this video airs and then toast. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Rennie. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks.